Okay, hey gang, welcome back to another episode of Digital Discussions Unfiltered. Today is not a conversation that I'm going to be sharing with you. Today is just me, myself and I, you lucky, lucky thing. And today I wanted to talk about Facebook ads because I've had quite a few discussions about them recently in my DMs. It's, you know, it's a service that I kind of offer, I guess. Been debating offering for a long time. And when I launched six workshops uh, around digital marketing of which the topics were totally chosen by people that follow me on Insta Facebook ads was one of them and the reviews that I got since running that workshop have been quite frankly nuts and I didn't really realize how much I was giving away I don't think But, you know, I'm all for it. I think, you know, these things shouldn't be made out to be harder than they are. They shouldn't be made out to seem more difficult than they actually are. And they shouldn't be kind of made to be like this unattainable thing that only a select few human beings can ever understand. And I feel like that's kind of the world we're living in at the minute. And it just really, really pisses me off. So... I did record the workshop. Uh, You can actually buy the workshop back because I'm only human. I made a bit of a boo-boo and I forgot to press record during the workshop. So I had to re-record it anyway. And I basically decided to sell the recording as well. So if that's something you're interested in, it was meant to be 90 minutes long. It was actually two hours long. You get a workbook and you get two hours of me literally taking you step by step from how to work out how much to spend, how to install your Facebook pixel, and then the types of ads you should be creating as well. And you also get a bit of a sneaky peek into my ad account as well, which I would rather prefer it if you kept that to yourself, but you know, it is what it is. I'm all about transparency. So anyway, because it's been quite on topic, I thought I would record a podcast episode about it. And so today... I wanted to talk about the most common question I get and that is how much do Facebook ads cost and that question comes in a variety of forms a lot of the time almost daily I would say um it will either come in the form of how much should I budget for how much do they cost how much should I spend all of that kind of stuff and If you're listening to this, and I assume you are because you're even remotely considering running them, or you've got some kind of interest in them, then, I mean, firstly, shameless plug, go and check out the workshop. But secondly, when it comes to how much should you spend, it's going to be one of those things that is very much like how long is a piece of string. And I know that's not what you want to hear, but there are so many different factors that go into your business that I have literally no clue about. So I could sit here and say, you know, you need to be spending £300 a month, £600 a month, £1,500 a month on Facebook ads. I would be talking utter crap. And I see it on Instagram and on Facebook and on LinkedIn of people saying that and explicitly saying you need to be spending X amount of pounds. And it's total crap. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm all about 
you know, I'm not going to say names. I can't even remember names, to be honest. But I don't, it's not unattainable. It doesn't need to be stupidly expensive. And it revolves around, it relies on a lot of different factors, a lot of different moving parts to which even if you're a digital marketer, even if you have the same services that I have, there's so many differentiators, it's unreal. No two businesses are exactly the same when it comes to your expenditure, your income, your offerings, your price points, your ideal customers, all of it. There is no two businesses exactly the same. And so I just wanted to cover off in this episode, which I'm planning on being relatively small, but I'm also not reading from a script. So, and it's the first time I've done it without reading from a script. Uh, I just wanted to talk about a couple of ways that you can kind of start to work out how much you specifically should be spending. And regardless of whether you're planning on trying to learn Facebook ads yourself or whether you're planning on outsourcing them or whatever it is, it's good for you to have this basic idea because even if you're going to outsource them, let's say, God forbid, that you become associated with an agency or with a freelancer that for whatever reason is is one of these people that's saying you have to be spending X amount. I want you to be able to have an understanding at the most basic level that everything that you spend is in your power. You shouldn't be, you know, nobody should be pulling a fast one over anybody. That really pisses me off. But that's a whole other conversation. Um, But I just want you to have this basic understanding so that you can't be ripped off. And actually, they're not as scary as a lot of people make them out to be. So let's start right at the beginning. How much should we budget for Facebook ads? So first and foremost, if some, when somebody comes to me and says, I want to run Facebook ads, my first initial question is, okay, do you have money to spend? Because actually, you'd be very surprised by how many people haven't even thought about it. They've kind of gone, I just want to run Facebook ads because this person over here is doing it. And Susan down the road's told me that I should do it. And you know, Katie on Facebook told me that I should do it and it transformed her business so I should do it and I'm like cool cool. um we're gonna need to be a little bit more strategic than that so the first place is do you have a marketing budget and I'll be brutally honest as I like to be (laughs) if you are running a business I don't care if it's a one-man band or a corporation If you're running a business, you should have an element of a marketing budget. Now, caveat, I get that that means money. And especially nowadays, when we're talking about being in a recession, going through a global pandemic, and all of that weird and wonderful, not so wonderful stuff. I get it. However, a lot of people, you know, we diss the big brands, we diss the the corporations and the big tax dodging buggers and we don't like them. And I I get that. I empathise with that as well. I totally get it. But there are some lessons to be learned. And one of those is, and you've probably heard it many times before, I don't live by it, but you sometimes you have to spend money to make money. But that's always going to come back again to your business. So firstly, question why you want to run Facebook ads. What is, what's the end goal? What are you trying to achieve? Some people run Facebook ads because 
they don't have the sales that they currently want and they think I'll just put some money behind a Facebook ad it'll bring in all the customers and I'll be you know carving out my millions and throwing it and swimming in cash it doesn't work like that (laughs) and it's so frustrating when you see it because I can guarantee you I'm in so many Facebook groups with full of people that say that Facebook ads don't work categorically and it is so infuriating to see because they're saying this to people that maybe it would work for their business or you know maybe they've tried it once and given up because it just doesn't work and they probably ran it for a day and it just doesn't work there are so many different elements to moving elements to Facebook ads and now I've kind of gone off on that pattern I can feel that this episode is not going to be a short one but let's bring it back so firstly do you have a marketing budget If you don't, I would highly recommend that regardless of whether you're product-based or service-based, that you start to incorporate that every single penny that comes into your business, a percentage of that is put aside in a marketing pot. And that, you know, can be spent any which way that you feel is appropriate, whether that's outsourcing to a freelancer, whether that's putting an ad in a newspaper, whether that's a Facebook ad, whether that's a copywriter, whatever it is, Think about a percentage that is, you know, viable to you and your business that's not going to take away from much else and is going to allow you to be able to spend money on your business to promote it. Okay, so that's the first place that I start. And again, like I said, question why you want to run Facebook ads. If it's because of that kind of whole, I'll just put money behind an ad and then I'll get all of my customers and then I'll be swimming in money, I'm... I'll tell you now, like, this is probably not going to be the episode for you because, frankly, it doesn't work like that. I don't operate like that. And I don't know many people that have had that much success like that. So, if you do not have a marketing budget, or if, you know, you don't necessarily have a specified pot, but you're willing to invest some money in in Facebook ads, what's the next kind of step? So, the next step for me is, is a bit of maths, if I'm honest. So with any kind of client that comes to me and says, I don't know how much to spend, I don't have a marketing pot, you know, I don't regularly run newspaper ads and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I will say, okay, let's do some equations. And it is, you know, as I said, it's very, very specific to you. So at this point, have a think about what the lifetime value of one of your customers is. And now I... This is actually features in my workshop and there's examples and there's diagrams and I feel like it's going to be a lot harder to explain it than show you. Uh, but a lot of ta- a lot of the time, again, let's kind of go back to that people thinking, oh, you know, my sales are low, I've not got any customers, I'm just going to pop an ad up and then sales will come in overnight, all of that kind of stuff. So that's really short term thinking. If you're thinking about running Facebook ads, I would absolutely implore you to think that think about them long term as a long term thing. It's not a get rich quick thing. It's not a I'm going to spend a fiver and get a tenner back. It's it's nothing like that. There are certain circumstances where maybe that's happened. There are certain circumstances where somebody, you know, might have got lucky. And I say lucky because there was probably an element of good thinking or psychology in there somewhere. But 
when I say lifetime value of a customer, okay, so what am I saying? Let's say, for example, I think this is the example in my workshop, actually. So let's say, although I can't remember what I call the lady. So let's say we've got uh, a lady called Penny who sells T-shirts. So she sells T-shirts for £20 each. They're custom T-shirts um, and, you know, just to paint a bit of a picture, it might be... Uh, oh, I don't know. It might be that she embroiders, like, um, a year onto, like, the left side, onto the left kind of the breast bit, chest bit. <laughs> um, and that's her business. So each t-shirt is 20 quid, right? Now, if Penny wanted to sell a t-shirt, she might run a Facebook ad. She, you know, bearing in mind... Penny is very much like you, very much like me 10-ish years ago and doesn't have the foggiest of clues. Doesn't feel like she can outsource it right now, doesn't feel like, you know, she's got the time to invest in learning how to do it properly. So I'm just going to put some money behind this Facebook ad and see what works, right? So let's say for argument's sake that Penny puts, I don't know, it's pretty irrelevant, she puts 20 quid behind this Facebook ad, okay? And of that 20 quid, for whatever reason, somehow she's generated some business and she sells four t-shirts, okay? So we can see that she spent 20 quid and she's got four t-shirts at 20 quid each, 80, 80 pounds back, okay? But in order to sell those four t-shirts, that means that each of those customers from that Facebook ad cost her five pounds each. So this is where I'm talking about each business is so incredibly different because, you know, at that point, we've not really taken into consideration Penny's margins, her cost of materials, her time to actually, you know, either design whatever she's doing or actually personalise it, actually do the work. We've not taken into consideration her postage and packaging We've not taken into consideration all of that kind of stuff. All we're looking at right now is she sells it for 20 quid. And in spending £20 on an ad and getting four customers back from it, that means it costs her £5 per customer to acquire. That's the term. To acquire that customer, it cost her £5. And now... I'm not going to lie, that feels pretty high because, you know, let's say a t-shirt, that t-shirt's only 20 quid. So she's probably, you know, the t-shirt itself might cost a fiver. So, you know, she's already £10 down. And then you know, at, at this rate, she's probably, probably paying herself less than minimum wage because she's actually got to design it. She's got to do it. She's got to make it. She's got to package it up. She's got to send it out. She's got to take it to the post office. And all of a sudden you know, £5 to sell a £20 t-shirt, it just feels like a lot. And so it's probably not the best kind of use. It's not the best uh, return on her investment, right? Would you say you would agree with that? And this is where I want you to kind of think about the lifetime value of a customer. Because actually... Without knowing all of that stuff, without, if I wasn't, if I'm not able to talk to you personally, individually, and find out all of those different numbers and 
metrics and all of those kind of your cost of materials and your margins and your, and all of that kind of stuff. I just want to help you through this. So if we were to say that it cost Penny £5 to acquire a customer and you know this is going based off the fact that she's kind of gone trial and error. She didn't know what she was doing. She didn't know if the ad was right. She's not tested anything at this point. Nothing. She's just popped an ad up and she's got four sales. So to her that it might be a win actually but £5 feels like a lot. However if Penny's been in business for a couple of years and she knows that actually once somebody's bought one t-shirt, they probably come back and buy another. And then they'll come back and buy another. And actually, the lifetime value of a customer for her is five t-shirts, generally speaking. So that's £100 in revenue. All of a sudden, that £5 to acquire that customer once, who is going to come back and buy four additional t-shirts after that one, five pounds doesn't seem so much, does it? And so I, th- I feel like that's where this mentality of, oh my God, they cost so much money comes from because people see it as a short-term fix, not a long-term strategy. And personally, I just wanted to kind of try and question that. I want you to kind of try and sit back, take a bit more of a bird's eye view of what that actually means, what that looks like. Because, you know, you can apply this to everything. If you're a service-based business and you've got four different offerings from, I think this is another example that I use during the workshop. If you've got four different offerings, uh, I think I did this with a client actually. Uh, One, you know, you kind of start out at like a £10 ebook all the way kind of through a group coaching program, all the way up to a one-to-one kind of personalized program right once you have an understanding of how many people are likely to convert to which point how many people are more likely to kind of buy an ebook but actually a percentage of those will go on to buy the next thing because they've bought into your brand because they've built up that no like and trust with you and so actually their lifetime value potentially could be a lot more you might you know a lot of people might just buy the 10 or the 20 or the 30 pound ebook but if somebody if you've got a really high ticket offering as a service provider whether you know whether it's a thousand pound whether it's five thousand pound or ten thousand pounds which might seem absurd to some of you listening I'm I know but there are people in the world that charge that kind of money regardless of what it is if there is a potential for one person to go from buying a 10 pound ebook to converting even a £1,000 one-to-one program in a year's time, that lifetime value of that customer has just grown massively. And so if you're running Facebook ads and all of a sudden you kind of see that, okay, the cost to acquire that customer might be £10 or it might be £9.50 and they're buying the ebook at £10, oh crap, you know, you kind of go into this, oh I've only just, I've only made 50p and oh you know, it's not great and is, is it really worth it? But if one or two or three people go then go on in a couple of months time to convert a, a one, two, three thousand pound program, spending £9.50 or to get that one client in the first place doesn't seem so bad. 
So that would be where I would start. And there is, you know, there is a bit of an equation. Uh, I might pop it up on Instagram actually. All about working out your lifetime value. You kind of need to know your conversion rates um, and, you know, how regularly people generally buy with you. You know, if you launch something new every single month, that's going to be a little bit harder to work out. If you've got, you know, a catalogue maybe of five, six hundred products, you should have an average conversion rate. If you're just starting out, it's a little bit harder. (laughs) But I would always kind of work on worst case scenario and kind of go from there. But again, it's not, Facebook ads shouldn't be seen as an expense. To me, an expense is something that just keeps going out and out and out of your bank account. You should be seeing a return on your investment. And that is going to very much depend on what the objective is. And that's, again, kind of terminology that is used within Facebook ads manager itself. So when you come to creating an ad, it will ask you what your objective is. And that is really, really important that you know what your objective is. Because frankly, if it's just a put an ad up and get people to buy, honestly, you're gonna struggle. So there's a whole host of ways that you could be utilizing Facebook ads. And again, working on the kind of premise that it is a long-term thing, it's not a short-term thing. You could be using Facebook ads to drive awareness to the fact that you even exist, which you can already kind of assume, I would like to think, that that's not going to drive an insane amount of return the second that you do it. So let's say, for example, I want to get in front of 100,000 people because, let's face it, I 100,000 people don't know me right now. And so I just want to build the awareness of my brand, of what I do, what I offer, all of that great stuff. I Using Facebook ads, I can pay to do that and to get in front of the right people. Because again, here's another question that comes up quite a lot. And that is about the fact that why would I pay for Facebook ads when I can just post on Facebook and Instagram for free? And I get it. I do get it. And I think when there are, you know, free channels available, it makes a lot of sense. However, (laughs) I would like to question how... I can't think of the right word. I would like to question how reliant, maybe, uh, a lot of people have become on free ways of marketing because, you know, we see it on the daily that people are pissed off by algorithms, are pissed off by only two to five or eight percent of your Facebook followers see your posts and all of that great stuff. And... I feel like a bitch for saying it, but you have to remember that it's free. Like, you're not paying for that. You're not paying. Instagram, Facebook employ a lot of people to do a lot of work. And you're using that platform free of charge to promote your business. That That's a goddamn privilege. And when you think about back in the day when Facebook and Instagram didn't exist, when you think about... When these platforms didn't exist, how did people market their businesses? It was word of mouth. Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn are all just online representations of word of mouth. 
And that's great. That it is great. And it's free, which is fabulous. But it's almost like people have been given a people have been given a loudspeaker. I can't think of what those things are called. <laughs> uh, just to kind of shout about their business and their message. And that's great. It's almost kind of like the guy that, that's probably stood outside the train station handing out leaflets. But, you know, if we think before Facebook and Instagram, you had to print leaflets or you had to put pay to put something in a newspaper or, you know, all of those marketing tactics and strategies, they're still really valid. But for some reason, people are really dead set against spending money on marketing their business. Business, the term itself, is, you know, you're there to make money, to make a profit, right? And without being a dick about it, you're probably there to provide for yourself and your family and to build a nice life and whatever the reason is, okay? And that's amazing. But at some point, we have to come to the realisation that these platforms are free to use. And I'm not saying for one second, do not post on Instagram, do not post on Facebook, do not post on LinkedIn, do not post on Twitter, do not use Pinterest. I'm not, I haven't said that once and I wouldn't. They're so valid, so valid. But if you're at a point where maybe things are potentially stagnant, you're not getting in front of the right people, maybe you've got a specific offering that you need to sell, you know, coronavirus has hit all of us in one way, shape or form. I get that. Trust me, I get that. And, you know, you might be looking for a new audience. You might be, it could be so many different things. There is pluses to spending money on something like Facebook. And again, it doesn't have to be Facebook ads. It could be whatever it is, whether you want to advertise on a specific website or Google ads or whatever it is. And it's about getting in front of the right people at the right time with the right message. Because I could spend 24-7 posting on Instagram and I could reach hundreds of thousands of people. Sometimes I do. Great. Does that mean that they're the right hundreds of thousands of people that are going to buy my stuff? Maybe not. And that's the difference. Because when I'm spending money, I'm dictating who it's getting in front of. I'm dictating exactly what message I'm showing them, when I'm showing it and where I'm showing it. With posting organically on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn and Pinterest and all of those great platforms, you don't control that under any circumstances. And that's the only difference. And I just, I can't get my head around this negative mindset of, but it costs me money. Of course it costs you money. But if you're not seeing a return on it, then something's wrong with it, frankly. And that return could, as I said before, can look any which way. It all depends on the end objective. For me personally, I'm over the next couple of months, I'll, you know, I'll be transparent, it doesn't bother me. Over the next cu- couple of months, I'm going to be changing a few things in my business. And so one of my objectives is to build my audience, build my awareness. And I will 100% be using Facebook ads for that. Because first and foremost, I like to practice what I preach. Secondly, it just makes sense for me. If I want to get in front of more people and the right people, 
I have to pay for the privilege of that. And I'm okay about that because eventually I will see that return. It won't happen overnight. And I think that's just, that's the problem nowadays. And in 2020, for a lot of people, it's become the norm to expect that return right now. You know, as a society, we expect everything here and now on demand. And I get it. But when it comes to business and marketing and customers and sales and all of that kind of stuff, sometimes it just doesn't work like that. And so I've rambled an awful lot, but I wanted to kind of start making my podcast a little bit more chatty. I've got some real, real good guests lined up and I'm so excited to chat to them. But again, I just want them to be really informal conversations that you can actually get stuff from. I've started listening to more and more podcasts and some of them have become very structured, very rigid and just really underwhelming. And I think when I first started the podcast, I I kind of said that, you know, I wanted it to seem like I was sat in a coffee shop talking to a mate and you know, when we're small businesses, when we're working by ourselves or, you know, working with our other half or brothers or sisters or really small team, sometimes it can just, just be a little bit too much. And so you just need that friendly chat and that kind of realness. And yeah, and I think that's, for me, that's all it was. And so I'm not sure if I'll still kind of introduce slowly but surely some solo episodes that I can just have a bit of a chat. I've been doing a lot of kind of personal development work and I feel like that's something that I really want to bring into my business. I'm just not sure how to do that right now. Um, But yeah, I hope you found some value from it. If you're even considering kind of running Facebook ads, have thought about it, you're a bit scared by it, I totally get it. I shared a story on Instagram a couple of weeks ago now, I think, about the first time that uh, one of my bosses in a corporate job sat over my shoulder and pulled up business manager on on my desktop and said so this is this is part of your job now and then left (laughs) and it was so overwhelming I honestly hand, hand on heart I totally get it when you don't know what you're doing when you don't even want to know what it means and all of that kind of stuff, but you feel like you should, I really do get it. I totally empathise. And that's one of the reasons why I put the workshop together. Uh, As I said, right at the the start, you can actually buy the two-hour workshop that I re-recorded. And I'd like to think that I quite literally went end-to-end. We talked through everything from how much you should budget, how to set your Facebook pixel up. So I literally went through that on my screen so you can copy that step by step. We talked about creating custom events, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, definitely go and get the workshop. Uh, We talked about budget strategies, kind of the longevity of it, kind of what I covered there with the lifetime value and conversion rates. We talked about uh, campaign objectives, how to kind of test ad creatives, ad copy, what the best kind of ad looks like, how to change your placements, targeting. I honestly went through 
everything. And I feel like I could have talked for a few more hours, if I'm being brutally honest, but I don't think anybody else needs that in their life. So (laughs) I'm going to leave this podcast episode there. I hope you found some value from it. And let me know what you think to the kind of general chit chattier, because as I said at the beginning, this is the first podcast episode, especially the solo one that I've not scripted. I don't ever script my podcast episodes with guests, obviously. Uh, I love them being open conversations and a lot of them have never kind of stuck to the questions that I originally wanted to ask in the first place. But when it comes to solo episodes, uh, when I first started recording them, I knew I would go off on a tangent, which I feel like I kind of have on this one, but I wanted to stop that from happening. And I just feel like with everything that's going on in the world, with maybe the weather changing, um, I I feel like we all kind of need a bit of helping hand, a little bit of kind of support and that kind of, that human connection back. And I don't know about you, but I am kind of missing sitting and working in cafes and going to networking groups and all of that kind of stuff. So to me, I feel like this has kind of been a little bit therapeutic in, I feel like, although I'm talking to myself right now, I feel like I'm having a chat with you. So let me know what you think. I kind of feel like this star might be here to stay. And it also just allows me to kind of bounce ideas that come to mind at the time uh which feels really weird because obviously if someone was sat opposite me they'd be asking me questions and stuff so it feels a bit strange but hopefully you like it I feel like I enjoyed it and yeah uh if you need any help with Facebook ads whatsoever then feel free to drop me a dm on I'm mainly on Instagram but you can catch me on Facebook as well I'm Lorna Scully UK uh, or you can drop me an email or pop over to the website and drop me a message there. Totally up to you. And if you're not quite ready for it, then make sure you pop over and give me a follow on Instagram at Lorna Scully UK. I'm going to be sharing so many more kind of tips and tricks and kind of thoughts about Facebook ads for small businesses, especially with the kind of Christmas coming up and all of that great stuff. So Let me know what you think to the podcast, give me a follow and I will chat to you next week.